Good morning, this is Bryce Peterson, and you're listening to Actually You Can, episode 61, The Currency of Progress. I heard a quote the other day that I just absolutely love. It is that discomfort is the currency of progress. This is from life coach Brooke Castillo. This could be expanded to a lot of different things. Discomfort is the currency of accomplishment, of achievement, of growth. Just reflect on that. Any goal that we've ever attained, what were some of the big ingredients of that? If you're trying to develop a new skill, acquire a new certification, any kind of goal. I think back to when I went to serve a mission. While it may have been declared in church meetings in the years prior to my serving a mission, I don't feel like I ever really heard how difficult a mission could be. All I ever noticed were the, were the young fellows and the young ladies giving their talks when they're leaving, and then wham, bam, one thing led to another, and a couple of years has gone by, and they're returning. These were cousins, acquaintances, and they're giving their talks, and they... They seem a lot more mature even than when they left. And I never got the impression that anything that they did while they were in the mission field was uncomfortable. I never really heard them talk about how it was hard. Or if they did say it, I didn't notice. So when I found myself walking down the runway to get on that plane, and I had a little bit of, there was a little bit of adjustment to do in the MTC, but not really for me. I was only there a couple weeks I didn't have to learn another language. I was going stateside to New Jersey. But when I was walking down that runway to get on the plane, I started to have a feeling this is not going to be easy. What am I getting myself into? And I was so shell-shocked for the first few weeks of being there. I was so, so out of my comfort zone. Everything around me is different. I wasn't anticipating how challenging that was going to be. Nothing I'm accustomed to seeing is anything I get to see. No person that I'm accustomed to interacting with is anywhere to be found. Everything is different. And at the time, not really being familiar with the concept of our brains and how we have a lower brain. Some call it the reptilian brain. The part of you that's really geared to keeping you alive and trying to keep things efficient and that sort of thing. That part of my brain was getting bombarded with everything new. Routine, all the visual stimulus, just everything's different. So that was that was really difficult. That was really uncomfortable. And it really took some time to get used to it. In fact, I'm not sure I ever really did. And then every day, going out and interacting with new people, every time we knocked on the door... And it was a very tracting centric mission for me back in back in those days. This was o one to o three so there's there's no digital proselyting, no social media to speak of, anything like that. We didn't even carry cell phones. I mean, it feels like the old days compared to what most missionaries encounter now, but it was never easy going out and tracting and talking to new people, and it's because 
that was my lower brain having a hard time with that. Oh, here's yet another new situation. What do we have to be prepared for? So discomfort was the currency of progressing that work, of preaching the gospel. Certainly you have your moments of feeling the spirit when you're teaching and the joy of seeing progress through the gospel and their knowledge and their understanding and wanting to know more. That's a great thing to witness, but most of what goes into that, the planning, the putting one foot in front of the other, going out every day, staying out all the time, that is never comfortable. And you go to bed completely wasted, completely exhausted to wake up and do it again the next day. And hardly anything ever goes as you planned it. So that was a big time example to me looking back of how most of serving a proselyting mission is going to be discomfort. It just is. And if you know that going into it and not think to yourself, man, maybe something's gone wrong here because it feels uncomfortable. That is simply our lower brain being presented with one new situation after the other. And I've seen this happen time and time again throughout my adult life. In my career, whenever you encounter something that you haven't encountered before, it's the same exact feeling of our brain feeling like, okay, now what? How's this all going to shake out? It's just one long string of that after another. Another example to easily draw on is, let's say you want to get married. I knew I did. And it's a little bit scary when you're trying to pursue that end and you need to encounter a certain amount of rejection sometimes or things not going quite the way you thought. And fortunately for me, Brittany seemed to be open to courting and it all went very well and very quickly. But there was still a level of uncertainty and a level of surrender that you kind of have to allow yourself to engage with. There's the discomfort of putting in the effort for something and then the discomfort of surrendering to outcomes that are not completely within your control. The decision to have children, same thing. So much of that is discomfort, especially when the kids are super young and require a lot of attention, almost constant care from their parents. And Brittany certainly ate 90% of that cake because I was gone most of the time. So... I can only speak to 10% of that. We do not know the meaning of worry until we have kids. At least I didn't. Anything that I ever worried about prior to having kids does not even compare. Your kids have to have surgery or you, you really hope that they can progress in school and that they can learn the concepts and feel confident about that. Just It, it never seems to end and probably... Even as our kids get into adulthood, you probably just never stop worrying about them. There's a, an ongoing level of discomfort there as we try to progress through it and navigate it. And that is completely what we should expect. It is the currency of progress and growth. I have to say that my college experience was astronomically uncomfortable. So much uncertainty there. So many new concepts. I had so many science courses. I should have taken the easy path. 
something that would have come naturally to me. I should have been a journalist. I, I should have done anything but science. Anything that has to do with lots of writing, creative things, that's what I should have done. But all of these science courses, I was lucky to get C's in these, in these courses, I'm telling you. Chemistries, biologies, physics, the cell biology, evolution, bioinformatics. Oh my goodness. Biochemistries, organic chemistries. It was nuts. Botany. Don't even get me started on botany. Granted, all of that stuff, all of it, is something that we will eventually learn. If we truly believe that we're going to become as our heavenly parents someday, that we have that opportunity to do it. If we are going to become like them and do the same kinds of things and know the things that they know, which would be everything, eventually we're all going to know the most fantastic, exotic mathematics, all the laws of the universe, all these principles. We will learn all this stuff. And chances are discomfort will be the price we pay to attain it. So take the time to think about something that you want to pursue, a part of your life that you would like to improve. If it's a relationship, if it's your spiritual growth, maybe you'd like to immerse yourself more in the temple, more in the scriptures, more in prayer. I try to go to the temple once a week and it's never comfortable getting there. It never is. I wake up early so that it has the least amount of impact on my day overall in terms of who's impacted by it. It does still impact Brittany and the kids. They see me a little bit less on the day that I go, but it's never comfortable waking up early. It's never comfortable walking out into the cold and getting there. It is an investment of my time, but ultimately it's so worth it. If there are strained relationships in our life, it's not going to be comfortable to pursue repairing those relationships. It's just not. It's not going to be comfortable to make that phone call and say you're sorry and to try to see things from someone else's perspective. It's not going to be fun. But as we make progress along these paths, we do have those moments of peace and assurance and you know that you're maturing. And maybe there's something that we're struggling with, some kind of a health condition or, or otherwise, it's something that perhaps is likely to persist with us for the remainder of our lives. Perhaps we're in a situation like that and it's going to be uncomfortable the entire time. It's going to be uncomfortable waiting on the Lord through that challenge day in and day out. But none of that is wasted. We grow from that. We gain insight from that. I'm sure there are things on the roadmap for me that I haven't experienced yet that will be in that category. It might be a loved one that's going through something like that, and we are doing our best to support them through that. But these kinds of discomfort are the clean kinds of discomfort. There are uncomfortable situations that we create the discomfort unnecessarily, but that's not what this conversation's about. This is about the discomfort that accompanies you as you hike up the mountain and you feel the pain in your muscles and it's just part of that journey. Think of the Jaredites making their way to the new world, the Nephites making their way to the new world. 
most of their journey was uncomfortable. And yet they were laying the foundation of lessons that would be learned by the entire world because we know about the experiences that they had. Even though we only know a sliver of what they went through, we do know some of it thanks to the Book of Mormon. Thanks to them for recording the experiences that they had. And thanks to God for preserving those things long term in the earth on the gold plates. And thank you to Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery and Martin Harris and Emma Smith and everybody involved in bringing forth the manuscript of that incredible record and getting into our hands. All the discomfort that they went through. I, I think it's almost safe to say that we're in this world to experience discomfort. It's the opposition in all things. It really is. It's not something we need to be afraid of. It's all around something to be engaged with, something to even smile at, something to be appreciated. I hope you all have a fantastic Thanksgiving week coming up. I'm not working this week, so I am super stoked. The work part of my brain's probably going to shrivel up into a little raisin. I'm okay with that. We'll plump it back up and rehydrate it after next week. It's nice for that part of your brain to just kind of shrivel up a bit when you take some PTO. Thanks for spending some time with me. Thanks to everyone who's put a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And reach out to me. Send me an email, bryce at brycepeterson.com with any ideas that you have for the podcast. I'd love to hear from you. And that's it for now.